Welcome to the North Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Brandon. What are we talking about today? Uh, we talk about uh, weird kids media. Oh, there's so much like, of that. Like every day. This also is a special mucusy edition of the North <laughs> Podcast. Yeah, I'll say. I am more mucus than man tonight. Are you a mucus? <laughs> or are you a man? I'm a mucus. <laughs> If I'm a man, I'm a very mucusy man. That's definitely true. I'm a mucus of a man. Um, yeah, I've got. Um, I don't even know if it's. I wouldn't. I'm not even calling it a cold anymore. I've have a metastatic malignant <laughs> mucus head. I'm just imagining you as that. That um, I'm not going to buzz market here, but that. Um, there's a medication that has a little mucus man. Well, there's the one where the <clears throat> the man's head is just a nose. Do you remember that old yes. one where his head turns into a runny nose? Yes, I do. Yeah, I just uh, I don't even really have I don't I'm not even have a runny nose or even a cough. I'm just um, anyway. Phlegmatic. If uh, if I'm particularly nasally stuffy, sniffy, and all, all of that, then that that's my excuse this evening. I'm all good. Yeah. And I got no mucus over here. Aaron's fine. <laughs> In case you're worried about it, Aaron is fine. What are we uh what are we talking about tonight? Well, it's this German movie called The Little Mucus. It's <laughs> <laughs> Let's just spend an hour talking about my mucus because that's all I'm gonna be thinking you, about. You brought it up. I <laughs> that's on you, man. Yeah. <clears throat> I've actually never understood. I wanted to just address the the mucus in the room um, right off the bat because I'm sure my voice sounds hor- more horrible than usual. I've I've never understood why podcasters feel the need to apologize if their voices are weird because they're ill. Yeah. Duh. And it's not your fault. So like, who cares? Right. I, I don't think that you even need to talk about it. Well, it's it is my fault because I did I hugged that leper. And I shouldn't have. Lepers don't give you mucus. This well, this feels like leprosy. I don't know <laughs> what it is. But. All right, we'll send you to the colony. Yeah. They don't call it that anymore, by the way. They don't call them leper colonies? They don't call them they call lepers. Them leper, a leper, is it a leper holiday? It's a, well, there's leprechauns, which is an entirely <laughs> different thing. Um, but it's Hanson. That's a that's a that's a movie idea of some kind. Leprechaun. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it would be about. It'd be a leprechaun a, a with cro- leprosy crossover between the English patient and leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's I, I realized that the English patient didn't have leprosy. I realized that it's just the some illness. It's the first movie that came to mind about a sick person. <laughs> oh, you know what it should be? It should be but, the fever dreams and. Um, the cell oh yeah this, yeah is it the cell or is it well, what, the one. fall the fall okay i think it's by the same dude but the fall is more fever dreamy yeah, they're both pretty fever dreamy yeah the except cell, for the, by the way the fall is more fever dreamy. The, the, the cell with jennifer lopez and um vince d'onofrio yeah one of my favorite movies Oh well, I, really I am it pleased to tell you that respect. it. I'm pleased to tell you it's on Netflix or one of these right oh, now. Is it? Well, yeah, I, I love that. I think that movie's fantastic. I think that's a great movie. 
I think Vincent D'Onofrio does a tour de force performance in that. And Jennifer Lopez is actually pretty good in it. And she's not a good actress. So I think that's a great movie. I think she can be a good actor. Let's talk about The Cell tonight. She uh, she was really good in Out of Sight. Don't think I've seen it. Really? She was really good in, in Geely. Uh, no. <laughs> We're not talking about her her inferior performances. You haven't seen Out of Sight? That's I a Steven Soderbergh so. classic. I don't think so. Who's in that? Other George movie? Clooney. I don't think so. Wow. I'm not really a Clooney head. Not much of a he Clooney dressed head. up as a moose for Halloween. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm I'm a better moose than full, George Clooney. Well, full body. He he did not reveal his face. No. All right. Um. Anyway, what movie are we talking about tonight? The little mucus. The the little ghost. <laughs> the little ghost, um, which is currently available on Hulu as of uh, November first, two thousand and eighteen. That was our um, Halloween movie last night. That was our night. Halloween movie last oh, This is our... Welcome to the ha- spooky Halloween edition of the Newark Podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Please come right in and have a seat over there. So, this movie is... Well, of course, we could not be watching it if it was subtitled because their child does not read yet. So, this movie was dubbed. Yeah, it's a it's a German movie. Um, uh, das Kleingaspens. Oh yeah, I believe is uh... das Kleingespenst. <laughs> oh man! So you're gonna have fun doing Google Translate throughout <laughs> this entire thing, aren't you? So that's what that's that's what we watched. It was in the Halloween section on uh, on Netflix on on Hulu. Pardon me. After our first choice uh, failed to to fire up, and so that's gonna be another watched, episode. We watched this randomly. Um, not anticipating that we were going to do an episode on it, but I, how far into it? Five minutes into it, I turned to you, yeah, and said, "We're doing an episode on this <laughs> yeah. show because this is crazy." Um, so it is. Uh, it's it's live action with an quote unquote animated ghost. Sure. How would you if you're going to describe the ghost? How would you? Describe this creature. He's a. I have some thoughts. Fairly thin, triangle shaped pillow with a head stapled to his top. <laughs> yeah. It is. It looks like. It looks to me like if the, the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man and Casper had a love child. It's got. But that doesn't sufficiently it's, capture it's, his triangulitude. He, he, it's tri- it's a triangular ghost. Yeah, it, it's Casper like in that it's a floating white child ghost. Yes, but yes. the face it's got this weird uh, deformed child head. This yeah. light it looks like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man sort yes. of. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fine or, with that. Or it kind of looks like you know how back in in back in the day before. Um, People carved pumpkins for Halloween. They carved turnips. Do you do you know about this? Yes, turnip lanterns. Um, and so, if you Google carved Halloween turnip, you'll see some absolutely horrifying examples. And this is what this thing's face looks like. It's 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 disturbing. I would say. Yeah. So the movie opens, and we're going to have to help each other out here because we were because there are portions of time where Aaron could. I don't know what she was doing. She couldn't pay attention to this. <laughs> yeah. There are other portions of time where I was blowing my nose furiously in the bathroom and gargling oregano 
true story. <laughs> um, is that the main ingredient in your magic stuff? Yeah, I don't know if it's the main ingredient. It is an ingredient along with cayenne pepper and oregano. Anyway, um, and and so I, I watched the first part of this where the 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 conceit is this: that every night at midnight, the ghost awakens and flies around this German castle. Uh, and explores it and um, bemoans the fact that he's a nighttime ghost and he wants to see the castle in the daytime. And he's, he's like, I've always been here. I've been here since, since time immemorial. I've haunted this castle. Never seen it in the daytime. Um, which uh, I'm immediately starting to think about something I've always wondered about Casper, which is this is a dead child, presumably. Right. What's the deal? What did what did who was this kid? Who's, who's Casper's origin story? Yeah, what's Casper? What's Casper's deal? Yeah, I'm sure he died in a car accident. Probably, or they or or leukemia. Or yeah, or that he he was given aspirin for a fever. Yeah, or I don't know something. Peanut like allergy. Yeah, what a morbid cartoon would that be casper's casper's, casper's origin, origin story <laughs> casper that's year. that's more like a, a graphic novel casper year zero <laughs> yeah yeah and christopher nolan's gonna direct it oh man yeah what a dark concept i like it yeah what would be even better is if you didn't know it was a casper story is this this graphic novel about this child right and then at the at the last page, you find You're out like, that oh, <laughs> Casper will miss you. You find out that it was the Casper origin story. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, that'd be fun. I mean, yeah. there's all these like revivals of these old timey things. A gritty reboot, right? You get um, you get Rob Zombie to direct the new Casper movie. Uh, Marilyn Manson's gonna be involved. Marilyn Manson could play Casper. He'd, he'd be Casper's dad. I think he'd get Marilyn Manson. Yeah, yeah. Not as, I, I he can't be you, Casper himself. I, my my second choice would be Paul Rubens. You get, uh, mm, mm-hmm. or maybe it's maybe Paul Rubens and Marilyn Manson are a same sex couple and they okay, adopt okay. a child who's Casper. Okay. Um. Uh. Casper. Uh, my first thought for Cas and Casper would be Vern Troyer, but I think he's dead. Oh, he's dead now. Yeah. Mini me, but uh, that'd be a good choice. For creep for creepy factor. Well, maybe we're gonna have to do a nationwide talent search starting um, in the malls of America. Uh, Danny DeVito, maybe. As Casper, as, yeah, as Baby Casper, as Baby Casper. That's right. <laughs> Put him in a diaper. He powder him. He basically it'd be, like it'd be the, like his penguin character. That'd be right. like the kid and um, the the old man baby in Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who I don't think was played by Danny DeVito, but I always associate those two. Sure. Um, so anyway, the ghost flies around and he's cheerful, but he's sort of cheerfully sad about the fact that he never gets to see the castle during the day. And I guess he's awake for one hour every night from midnight to 1 a.m. is his only time that he has on this earth. Yeah. And, uh, and the, the, so the castle is a museum in the city of Uhlenburg. Right. This becomes very important later. So this, right. this, this town's claim to fame is that... Uh, when the Swedes actually were a military people, they tried to invade Uhlenberg, but which uh, this I wasn't entirely clear on. Uhlenberg is a, a German town, right? Yes. And this, so this is some. Uh, it, it, it intrigued me enough. I was going to look into this, but never, but didn't to see when, in fact, Sweden invaded Germany. I'm not. 
They don't share a land border. Everybody's invaded Germany, right? So, I guess the other way around. Well, I mean, I, both could be happening. There. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll look into this. Don't you, you leave it to us. We'll research this for you, <laughs> okay, audience. But so so the uh, there is two paintings of um, Torsten Tortenberg, Torsten Thorst Thordenberg, or something. Close enough. Um, and he comes alive in his painting, but he was the Swedish general, and he, for whatever reason, decided not to continue the invasion, and so the German town of Uhlenburg was safe. Yeah, it's very, I don't know if this is lost in translation or if it's just a bad movie, but there's so many aspects of this that I, that are not explained or are just very confusing, the, uh, it it also could be that everyone in Germany knows this, and we yeah. don't because we're not German. Right? No, this could be some German folk tale that they don't feel needs to be well explained because it isn't. Um, but so so yeah, so so the ghost. Um, well, I don't think the ghost has a name, does he? It's just a ghost. The ghost. The little ghost. The little ghost talks to these two paintings. They really don't explain who the woman is. I guess she's some German duchess. Um, she's probably his wife. And I don't know why in the castle you'd put a painting, this this regal painting up of the enemy invader. Um, but and he so, saved them by deciding not to. Yeah, I mean, after he besieged the castle. But anyway, so I was sitting here thinking to myself, why would you, gl- why would you glorify and put this monument up to a defeated enemy general? And then I thought to myself... Oh, we live in the United States of America. Ding, ding, ding. Whose soil is littered with monuments to defeated enemy generals. Yep. And so, okay, this is their Confederate hero, I guess, in, yeah. in Germany. The dis- disgraced, defeated, you know. Potentially with less enemy. racism. Who knows? Yeah, well, we'll get to, I don't know if there's less racism. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that uh. in a moment here. So anyway, the, the paintings come alive and the, the, the Thorsten, Torstenberg or whatever the fuck is, I don't know if this is the ghost of the general who's trapped in the painting or what's going on here, but the ghost taunts him a little bit um, and then uh, and flies off. Maybe now is a time to mention this, this speech pattern um, of these things. So for pre- listeners of the previous Masha Spooky Story episode, this is a similar thing going on here where the speech pattern is so unpredictable mm-hmm. and the accent is all over the map. I, I'm getting a lot of Spanish accent off yeah. of, off of the, some of these voice actors. Yeah. And uh, again, just as in Masha Spooky Stories, I can't tell how much of this is bad translation from German versus just bad voice acting or, or both or what's going on here or what's, what's going on here. Well, what's going on here? The, I, I always notice because the, um, the closed captioning words are always substantially different yeah. from the dubbing. Yeah. There's multiple places in this where the closed captioning says, go to the devil. Right. But the spoken term is get out of here or yeah. something, something like that. Well, it's like in French <laughs> where, where merd means shit, but right. it doesn't have the same sort of swear word connotation right well at a french kids show it's all like 
go to hell, you little shit eater. And then the English <laughs> yeah. dub, it's like, go away, you bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it, it's it's just uh, mind-bending to listen to these characters talk to one another because they're all speaking in a different cadence. They seem to be all speaking in accents from different countries. Yeah. Uh, it's... <laughs> It, it's it, it, it feels like you're watching the proceedings of the United Nations uh, watching this. I figured it out. So the reason why the ghost eyes are so creepy is because they look like n- newborn baby eyes. The, yeah, no, there is. It, 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 it looks like a, a stillborn fetus with a chromosomal <laughs> abnormality. I, and I'm not even kidding. I mean, it's got... FLF? Yeah, yeah it's... <laughs> It's it's very it's very weird. It's a very weird look. Um, so so that's the prologue. The ghost wants to be a daytime ghost. Um, so what happens next? He goes to his best friend, the owl. Tweet to woo. Yeah, is the owl's name. Why? Tweet to woo, which is not the sound an owl makes. No. No. I don't think it's a sound that owl makes in German yeah. either. No. Different. The animals make different sounds. Tweet to woo. Yeah. I, that's something I've never understood. What, Ani- how animals make different sounds in different languages? But they don't. They don't make different sounds. So people will say that. They'll be like, oh, well, you know, in German, when a dog barks, it goes honk, honk. <laughs> and it's like, no, it doesn't. It goes woof, woof. It makes the same sound, you know. And so I've, uh, now here's my English chauvinism coming out. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like the English, what are those called? Omomopias or whatever. Omomopia. I think English ones make more sense than in, than other ones do. Oh, well, you know that in French, a kitten when it meows, it goes, Hokaya! Yeah, okay. Hokaya! That, <laughs> that is not how cats talk in French. <laughs> But if that's what you were told that it said, that's what you would hear, too. I don't think so, though. I don't think so. Well, I guess we should try with, what, I mean, with our kid. When, it, with when a rooster crows. Yeah. I understand that it's not literally like a bird going, cock-a-doodle-doo! But it's kind of like that. No, it goes, Yeah, well, sure. With cock-a-doodle-doo, it doesn't even have any errs in it. Well, maybe cock-a-doodle-doo is a bad option bad choice mm. pigs don't say oink they kind of say oink no they have oink. Oink. <laughs> oh man if you want to share the podcast with a new listener just play this part <laughs> yeah play this last two minutes i think it's a good sampler of what we're all about here oh. so the next portion here is these children uh classroom is on a field trip to the castle because it's been turned into a museum um, oh wait, there's there's a lot of scene in the classroom where they're bullying. Oh, I think we skipped we skipped over the rest of the of the ghost meeting the owl, but I don't remember what happens, and I don't think it matters. No, no, the, no, the, it does the, matter. The ghost is complaining that he's not a daytime ghost. Right? Ghost he's is complaining like, that he's not this. a daytime ghost. The owl is the one who tells him that in order to change what time he's awake, he has to change a clock now he doesn't oh. say what specific clock it is which is why we get into yeah. the whole thing with the watch later the, the, I'm, so i missed this part i guess because this would have made a whole lot more sense to me later on yeah so there's apparently some magic clock somewhere that controls when the ghost wakes up so the ghost is remote controlled he's a remote control ghost and he's this, he is synced he's, a... he's set to blow at midnight <laughs> yeah 
And so he he goes on a mission to find. Does he he like breaks a bunch of clocks or resets a bunch of he fucks with a bunch of clocks? Every clock he can find, he starts right. fucking with it to try to be a daytime ghost. Right. Meanwhile, a group of children are on a field, field trip. trip. Uh, field trip to the to the museum. Wait a second. Now here, I don't understand this. Is this a nighttime field trip? No, the ghost isn't awake. But the little kid sees the ghost. Oh, it's not a nighttime. Do, do we just discover? Do we need to watch this part again? Uh... <laughs> we'll let's gloss over that. In the, for the somehow these kids are on a field trip. One of them um, stays behind to go to the bathroom or something, and he sees the little ghost flying around, and the ghost steals the watch of Thorsten Fuckberg. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks that's the watch. Thorsten Horsten Head, yeah. because he th- yeah he thinks that must be the one that, that controls him. Yeah. So he takes it and scoots off with it. The one little kid. Who who saw this happen? Whose name is Hans? Hans is it? One of them's name's Hans. <laughs> Let's just say it's Hans. No, because one of them is named Hans. Sure, I didn't. I don't get know. confused. Um, and so Hans runs back to the group to the to the um, to the field trip, uh, screaming that he saw a ghost. Right, yeah. The, and the, then they then they accuse him of stealing the watch. Yeah, so the watch is gone, and they're so like, it must be, it must be this. Twisted you, little deviant. You cannot believe the harassment and haranguing this kid gets about the watch. Yeah. It is, It is like, most of the verbal content of the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's people trying right. to get him to find the watch yeah. and to give it back. It, I think it is all of the adult character's speech, for a, or 90% of it anyway. Yeah. Is His them teacher. directed towards Hans telling him to stop being a fucking liar yeah. and cough the up the watch. Get the watch. Bring nobody, the watch. I'm, I mean, of course, sure, they don't believe him that there was a ghost who stole it, but nobody even, even his parents, right. do just not like, find the watch. for one moment even pretend to believe him that he didn't steal the watch. Yeah. It is a given that he stole the watch. Yeah. There's one kid in his class in particular who's the, the class bully, and you know he's the class bully because he's got spiky hair. All bullies have spiky hair. That's yeah, that's he's, a he's that's the, a truth. He's the spiky. He looks like the little kid version of, of Drago from Rocky Four. <laughs> I guess I guess it is a nighttime field trip. Maybe maybe German kids do middle of the night field trips. If you're a German child, please write us because we want a pen pal. I went and to um, the local Museum of Science and Industry when I was a kid, and we did sleepovers there. That would be pretty fucking rad if my grade school class had done a sleepover at a haunted castle. Uh, yeah, that'd that be would, totally that'd awesome. Be sweet, that but did, it's that not. Didn't happen. It's not a haunted castle to you. It's just some <laughs> historic thing because you don't know about the ghost. I suppose we did a field trip to a marsh. Mm. <laughs> That's not very exciting at all. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't exciting. Well, we went and walked around in a field. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we we just um, fired up this movie to to refresh our members, and yeah, they do a middle of the night, midnight. These grade school kids are doing a midnight field trip in the haunted castle. Pretty rad. But they don't know it's haunted. Maybe we should move. Maybe we should finish raising our children in Germany. It's fine with me. Yeah, I'd have to learn German though. It doesn't look that hard. Achtung. <laughs> so. Dein um, Radio Passa ist ein Dokument. I don't understand why the ghost 
ghosts are ghosts because they have like a sheet or a curtain. I just watched Beetlejuice, so I know this. This is canon. But the ghost has a sewn up bottom. It's like a pillow. Yeah, no, he's not he doesn't have a sheet over him. His body is, is a sheet. Is it's a sheet. A, it's a pillow or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's weird. No, why does some ghost just look like the person they were? Often still wearing clothes, which doesn't make... I mean, ghosts should be nude, right? Yeah. Ghosts should be naked as the day they were born, because that just makes sense to me. Right. There should be more nude ghosts. But, I mean, that's scarier, too. What's a scarier horror movie ghost? A ghost wearing a robe, or a ghost in a nun habit, or a naked ghost chasing after you? Mm. My, my money's on naked ghost. Because now there's a... There's a sexual threat Ugh. as well. Yeah, no thanks. That's a whole new dimension of fear to, to the situation. Look, coming soon from Nork Productions, <laughs> Nude Ghost, star, oh, starring oh, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll be fun. Rated R. Rated NC-17. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, who are we kidding? Yeah. Absolutely. No one. There's going to be lots uh, of swearing and lots of nudity, <laughs> therefore NC-17. So the, um, I don't know how this happens. It doesn't matter. The watch ends up in the possession of a horologist, uh, a, a watch. Watch your language. A, a watch, a watch repairman who um, takes it off to a shop to fix it. Um, the watch repairman's son, who did you say he looks like? Oh, Oh, he he looks like the older brother from um, Home Improvement. I'm pretty sure that's not what I said yesterday. That is not what you said. (laughs) You said something that was, in fact, exactly what he looked like. Now I can't remember what you said. Oh, man. You said he was the grown-up version. Oh, you said he was the grown-up version of the German kid from uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Oh, Augustus Gloop. Augustus Gloop. Oh, yeah, that is is very true. in fact, exactly what he looks like. That's very true. Augustus Gloop is an older teen. Yeah. Um. Well, he's more svelte than Augustus Gloop would be, well, but Augustus, sure. I don't I mean, Augustus, after what happened to Augustus Gloop, do you think he ever ate chocolate again? Fuck no. He went on a tofu diet after that. No. After he got sucked out of Willy Wonka's chocolate sewers. Into the fudge room. <laughs> Willy Wonka's fudge sewer. <laughs> Coming soon from Nork Productions. Ugh. Rated X. Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole line of uh, scary adult films. Oh, one of the recurring... Um, I I hesitate to call it comedic relief because it's, it's not very funny, but it's the, like, Castle Museum's, like, custodian? He, 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 he will let you know, ma'am, that he is the manager of this castle. Oh, right, yeah. Well, I as he that. very haughtily informs someone at one point in this when they refer mm. to him as, like, they think they call him like the security guard or something. And he's like, I'll have you know, sir, that I am the manager of this establishment, and it is a stressful job. I will have you know that. <laughs> Is that not an accurate? Yeah, yeah, that's no, exactly it, it the is. way the it way is. that that line is delivered. And uh, all right, so kids are back at school, and uh, their policeman's walking around waiting for someone to confess because all the kids are like, "Who took the watch? Who took the watch?" I think so. So the yeah, so the policeman interrogates Hans in the classroom in front of all of his schoolmates and and disgraces him. Yeah. But I want you to imagine 
what would really happen if you're in grade school. Yeah. You are accused of stealing a precious heirloom from a haunted castle. Yep. And a policeman tries to break you in front of all your peers and you refuse. Right. Would you, in fact, be disgraced and ostracized? Or would you be elevated to the level of myth and legend? Snitches get stitches. I mean, you'd be the biggest badass in grade school. Oh, God. Holy shit. Do you hear about Hans? Yeah. He stole the pocket watch of General Thorstenfuck from Castle (laughs) Butt-Large or whatever the hell. And he refused to break... The, yeah. the cop grilled him in front of everybody, and he didn't even blink. Yeah. Oh, my God. Legendary. Is he taking anyone to homecoming dance, you think? Among you think the, he might go with me? Nine-year-olds? Would you pass him this note? <laughs> I mean, yes he'd be, or no? he'd be, he wouldn't be disgraced. Yeah. I only wish something this cool had happened to me in grade school. That you'd seen a wa- ghost steal a watch? I wish I saw a ghost steal a watch. That because that you know what that would have meant? It would have meant something happened <laughs> in grade school. Yeah. <laughs> Worth me remembering. Yeah. I would have a memory of yeah. grade school, yeah. which I do not possess. Uh, one thing I did notice about this this uh movie is that it's I, I did say this yesterday. It's got very Harry Potter esque color scheme and cinematography. Yeah, I, I guess so. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But, like, you can tell that this was made recently, within the past few years. Yeah. But that you can also tell that it's not American because, all like, 98% of the kids are Caucasian. Oh, yeah. We'll get, we will mention in a moment, the I believe, the one and only person of color in this movie who who is presented as a joke later on. Remember when you took me to see that Harry Potter movie? I do. And so I have not read any Harry Potter book. I had not seen any Harry Potter movie. I know nothing about Harry Potter. Aaron took me to one of one of the ran, one uh, random one. Harry, the, Harry the Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. And, and I was like, I'm not. I don't know anything about this. Yeah. And uh, and we sat there, and I was, and I sometimes you you don't really have to know anything about a series oh. to enjoy some movie in the middle. Yeah. Like Expendables 3 or whatever the hell, you know? Yeah. But I remember sitting there, and within the first three minutes, I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? Yeah. I, what is going on? Yeah. They do not even bother to. No. I mean, they're like 99.9% of people watching this know exactly what is going on. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, the the kid Hans to clear his name rounds up a posse. Yeah, and they're going to go to the castle to find the ghost and catch catch the ghost. Yeah, which the ghost the ghost is corporeal. Yep. I mean, in multiple parts of this movie, they show he is not able to pass through walls. He can be contained within structures. Like he gets locked in a box at one point in time. You don't need to even need a proton blaster. You don't need a proton blaster. You, you don't need, need to cross the streams. Oh yeah, no, he you, they carry him around in a cello case. Yeah, so and he picks up solid objects. I mean, he's a part of the world. It's a it's a weird. This is an odd ghost. There is nothing ethereal uh, about this ghost whatsoever. No, he he's a he's a napkin. So he's catchable. In other words, he's a catchable ghost. Oh yeah. Um, he be handcuffed. 
So these uh, Taken to jail. Uh, three children go to the castle to catch the ghost, and they uh, they see him flying around. He's thrilled. He's so excited about being a daytime ghost now that um, he doesn't notice anything that's going on. Wait, wait, so let's so let's make that explicit. He does wake up at noon, right, instead of midnight. Yep. And at first, it's not entirely clear why, but the assumption is that it's because Thorsten Fuckhead's watch. Is the magic watch. Is the magic watch. And it According has to the owl best friend. So the day, so the kids like chase the ghost out into the courtyard of the castle. And he's never been outside the castle. Uh, he's never been in, in, in daylight or sunlight. Never been in direct sunlight. Yeah. And so when he is exposed to direct sunlight, it's like, it's like a vampire. Kind of, yeah. Being exposed to the yeah. sun. He like burns. He turns black. And yeah. falls to the ground. Yeah. And and is horrified and looks at himself and is like, I'm black. Oh, no, I'm black. <laughs> yeah. I think this is a, one of the moments where Aaron and I locked eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this previously cheerful, happy white ghost starts screaming in horror. I'm black. Yeah. Don't. Don't look at me. I'm yeah, a, a horrible, hideous monster. Is that a leprechaun? <laughs> it's a black ghost. Oh, okay. It sounded um, like you were putting on your Irish accent. No. Uh, and then the ghost goes and hides in a well. Yeah, and he makes a bunch of ruckus to which the the fire department is called. Yeah, they're they're summoned to rescue from rescue what they believe is a child who was stuck in the well. Uh, baby Jessica. So, so there's like this Keystone Cop type comedy routine where all the, all the firemen are fat. Hey, hang on. Do you recall how many children in wells made national news when we were kids? At least a couple, right? How come? I mean, it was a fad. All it was the coolest, the cool thing to do is get stuck in a well. I don't remember it being cool, but I remember it happening a lot for some reason. Why do we just have social media now and everyone's like too busy to? Go around wells. Um, I think we, I think we can thank Donald Trump. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't he run on that platform? No, no more, more kids no in more, wells. No more kids in wells. I guess we're gonna stop having kids fall in wells. Yeah, unless they're Mexican kids. No, I was gonna say it's only the white kids that shouldn't go down in the well. White kids don't belong in wells. Yeah. So, so all the, all the firemen are too fat to fit down the well. Yeah. So Hans is like, let me do it. Like tie a hose around Which the fire chief is like, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. And they, yeah, so they, 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 tie, they tie a fire hose around Hans and lower him down to the well where he has a heart-to-heart with the, with the, with the ghost. Yeah. Um, oh. And promises not to reveal his nature to the world, which, as it turns out, doesn't matter because the ghost immediately after this goes on a crazy haunting spree all over town yeah. and does not attempt to hide his existence his to anybody. Yeah. So yeah, the ghost starts just haunting the shit out of Uhlenberg. Yeah. He's been waiting to do this his entire life. Well, couldn't he? Ha- couldn't he have haunted the town at night? Why I don't did, think he realized that he could leave the castle. I guess so. I, it doesn't, I don't think he's very smart. He's stupid. He's just the little. It should be the little stupid ghost, <laughs> the little moron ghost. 
Oh, bless his heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he makes the rounds, and uh, so the, t- the town immediately um, just accepts the fact that there's a ghost uh, flying around, and he is given the name in the press of the Black Unknown. Yeah, that's rather unfortunate. Yeah. Black Unknown terrorizes terrorizes the market this morning. I do I do appreciate though that they had the uh I always like the world building news montages. Yeah. Those are like one of my favorites. Yeah, where like, like the, the, the a newspaper spins from the background spins yeah. up towards the camera and then yeah. stops. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a bunch of those. My favorite one is this one where the the black unknown terrorizes this construction scene where a police officer is directing traffic and the black unknown pokes his head out of a sewer uh, grate and the cop is unfazed and he's he says have you taken leave of your senses get back in your hole yeah he's yelling at this ghost go back in your hole where you belong yeah (laughs) go in your home don't you know where your home is yeah yeah he's channeling he's definitely channeling um Billy, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah. No, not Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. He's, t- he's channeling some, Happy Gilmore here very hard. This, rare, this, good Adam Sandler early film. Yeah, this portly German cop is doing a Happy Gilmore impression in the middle of this kid's ghost movie. So so the, so the ghost, uh, one of his superpowers is he can fill up like a balloon full of air and then expel it at rapid speed like, like the comic book version of Superman used to do all yep. the time in the, in the, in the 1940s. Yep. So he does this to the cop and like blows half his, half his clothes off until it looks like a Chippendales dancer. Hey, and, yeah, that was my favorite part. It's pretty sexy. It's, it's, it's an unexpectedly sassy part I mean, part of if he movie. didn't have his mustache, I'd be totally all <laughs> about that. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's a bunch of news stories about the black unknown showing up at the swimming pool and at the bank for some reason. And there's eyewitness reports from all of the Eulenbergers. Mm-hmm. Eulenbergerers. Yes. Um, Eulenbergers. Eulenbergites. Sure. Um, one of them, the black unknown, is riding a bicycle. Uh, and is, that, is an adult. Is that, that one is fake. Is that that one fake, is fake, fake news. news. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, CNN. No, it's the Der Spiegel. <laughs> Der Spiegel is the enemy of Der People. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Ugh, yikes. Uh, this is the part where we are, we're halfway through the movie and we're introduced to, I guess, kind of the villain of the movie, who's the mayor of the town. Yeah. Although, I don't know why exactly he's the villain. Because he's a douche. I mean, he's clearly a douche, but he's not—he's not shown like being corrupt or doing anything particularly bad. He's just like the smart, schmarmy douchebag. Um, That's enough. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just—you know—we're living in an era of Trump, where my poli- my evil politicians have to be taken to a little bit of a different level than just being a douchebag. I mean, how, how could you? How how? I'm just trying to imagine a fictional president that's worse than the one that we have now. I can't imagine one like more cartoonishly evil. Uh, the the Borg. Oh, he needs a cat. The Borg Queen. He needs a cat. Yeah. To pet um, on his lap, white, fluffy, like Doctor Claw. Khan from Wrath of Khan would be more evil. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know about that. Um. Lucifer from the Bible. All I know about Khan is Khan. 
Yeah. Doesn't William Shatner scream that? He does. Maybe this can be a, a meme for the, the modern day where someone does that, but but with Trump. Trump like that. Maybe we can maybe we can do a an edit of the scene where William Shatner is screaming uh, Trump. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Shatner um, might do it too. He, let's contact him. Okay. If William Shatner, if you're listening, could you please reach out to me? <laughs> contact me at norkpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. I have a job for you. Um, Brief. Uh, so the so what's what's going on here is that the, they're gonna they do a reenactment every year of yeah. the Swedish assault on the castle, yep. and the mayor plays the part of Torsten 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 Toast, um, and this is like his big moment uh, every year, and so he's demanding the police chief catch the black unknown. Yeah. Well, before, you got to make it safe. But they got to make the town safe. So the, so here's the scene. Where he is, he is the the mayor is berating the police chief about this. So, uh. so he's yelling at the police chief that the black unknown has to be arrested before the parade. And as he is yelling this, he gets a mail delivery from a black guy. The black yeah. guy comes in, delivers the mail. As the mayor is yelling about the black unknown, yeah. they both turn and look at the black postman. Yeah, who. Turns his hat around backwards. Yeah. I guess like what? Like hip hop style or something? And sure. says to them, hey, stop. Don't look at me. It's not me or something. Yeah. And walks off. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what the it's, fuck? It's this movie's version of like Darkest Africa. But this is the part where up to now, I was thinking to myself, this is just like a weird translation thing or a cultural thing. Yeah. Where you and I hear this and we're like, I can't believe these guys are yelling about the black unknown and this right. ghost is so howling about turning black and how he's horrified. But it, I'm sure in German it must be something else entirely. Well, this scene makes it very clear that that is not true. Yeah. <laughs> and that they are fully aware of all of the implications of the, of the, the racial implications of this as, as are, they, are not as, lost on them. As they said in the uh, this week's release of uh, the Limetown podcast, it is incredibly rude to make the subtext text. Yeah. That is exactly what happened here. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't believe this at this part. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was the second most awkward part of this movie i think the most awkward part comes at the very end which we'll oh which yeah we'll get to yeah this movie the, is like the fifth element where you just keep watching you fall asleep in the middle of it and wake back up and be like i don't know what's going on but i didn't miss anything you, you could have that experience without falling asleep in the middle of it <laughs> i mean i only miss very short pieces of this movie and yeah. i still i felt like i had no idea what was going on at yeah. any at any given moment there there's a Another weird scene um, immediately following this where where Hans's parents, who are both, for some reason, pharmacists. I don't know why. I mean, why? They um, met a pharmacy school. Yeah, okay, well, okay. Um, <laughs> I know a job. There's a good job for them in Mayberry. Yeah. Uh, it's recently opened up. Anyway, um, the the dad uh, goes into Hans's room and there's pictures of ghosts up everywhere. He starts ripping oh, him down. Oh, yeah. And his mom's like, what are you doing? And dad is basically like... Or such a fucking nut job. Yeah. He says something like, he's crazy. He needs to see a psychiatrist. Yeah. He's out of his goddamn mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a very uh, understanding father. I don't know if the Germans are known for their empathy. 
No, I guess that's true. He is a, he is a, he's a German dad. Right. His son is displaying mental weakness. That's right. Yeah. How's he? Well, ever- he did he did leap to the psychiatrist pretty quick. Right. So maybe maybe they don't have the mental health stigma that we do. Why well, isn't it? It's the birthplace of Sigmund Freud. No, Freud was Austrian, I think. Mm, close I enough. I don't. I don't. Who knows? Who knows? Who could possibly ever know? To the internet. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a mystery for the, the mystery. Right then, if you know the answer, we'll send you a prize. <laughs> Sigmund Freud, German or Austrian, or neither. He's probably Swiss or something. I don't remember how this happens, but there's these pictures of of the mayor as Torsten Forst and Morsenberg all over town and while the kids have been looking for the ghost the pictures got all the ghost graffitied. does it oh, the they, ghost they, does they, it. they briefly show the ghost opening up a marker oh and okay flying off and so you're meant to i think to assume that the ghost defaces oh. all of the posters in town okay that makes a um, lot more sense yeah yeah than what i saw yesterday yeah so yeah so the ghost uh, and he he draws a butt on one of them it's very yeah. he, is, he is a little kid ghost he yeah it's like this very childish drawing mustaches and butts and dicks on the face of uh, i would have liked to see a good teabagging on yeah. one of these posters I, to, uh, a roman helmet to be fair wait hang on what's that roman helmet yeah that's where the penis drops down straight down the nose so like the nose guard of one of those Roman right. helmets. Yeah. yeah. No so. no wonder I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah. Where you were you were never a teenage boy. No, I was so, not, thank yeah. God. <laughs> there are no dicks, just so you know. There are no there are zero dicks in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely dick free, so uh child appropriate. Just because it's dick free or it has a dick doesn't mean that it's child inappropriate. In the night kitchen is what I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. I was racking my brain for some... Uh... No, I don't show porn to our kid. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess technically that's a dick in that it's book. It's a dick. It's a dick in that book. It's a dick pic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dick, it's a dick pic. <laughs> it's an illustrated dick pic. It might pic. be the most classic dick in all of children's literature. Uh, Maybe. We, I would guess. I'm pretty sure. Oh, there is also a dick in Everybody Poops. Oh right. Uh, I think there is. There is. Yeah. I think. I think you see a little. I mean, there's a little taint anyway. Uh, no, no, no. There's a dick too. Is there? All right. Um, All right. So the kids are getting ready for Swedish parade day. Yeah. They've so, got their Swedish helmets on. Hans is. Oh, that is a sad face. Again, I want to sort of draw the parallel again to uh, the American Civil War because the kids are all excited to be playing the role of the Swedes in this. This is why I got confused. I was like, is this a German town or a Swedish town? Why is everyone so pro-Swedish? The mayor wants to be the Swedish general. The kids all want to be in the Swedish parade. Um, Maybe they have a better part in the show. So, so, But this reminds me again of when I had a conversation once with a Civil War reenactor. Yeah. Who you know, we were talking about how they who who gets to be the south and who gets to be the north? Yeah, and he's like, yeah, nobody wants to be the north. Right. Everyone who go who wants to be a civil war reenactor wants to be right. on the losing side. Right. <laughs> so I guess maybe that's what's going on here. Is the maybe this the Swedes the, are the lost the Swedes, cause? <laughs> the Swedes view this as the war of German aggression. Uh, Sweden will rise again. I just want to let you know, Sweden will rise again. Sweden seems to be doing just fine. Sweden was only—they were fighting for their lifestyle, their their way of life, their proud Swedish way of life. 
which was taken from them. It's not about it was it wasn't about Swedish slaves. No. It's about lifestyle. It's about heritage. Yeah, lingonberries. Right. It's about heritage. I would like for one of these, you know, we go to a county fair down the road here sometimes where there's inevitably a bunch of 20-year-old fucking nitwits with mm. their Confederate flags, you know, and their bumper stickers that say Southern Pride. And I would like one of these. To explain pe- what one, that is. To explain to me yeah. what <laughs> their Southern Pride constitutes. What, what constitutes their Southern Pride exactly? Yeah. I, I'm intensely curious as to what that could possibly mean to these idiots. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Racism. It's not about. It's not about that. This would be as as if. I'm pretty sure there it was is. some movement in Germany yeah. that used the swastika. Right. And you're like, hey guys, that's. Uh, it is actually illegal. Th- it is, but let's just say, okay, sure. sake of argument, let's yeah. just say that they, that there was this movement that yeah. used the swastika, and you say, hey guys, not cool, and they're like, no man. It's not about Nazi Germany. Right. It's not about that. It's about being proud of being German. Right. You're like, the fuck it is. <laughs> Are you who the fuck do you think you're kidding? <laughs> so don't give me any shit about how the Confederate flag is not about slavery. What the fuck are you even talking about? Oh, yes, it is. That yeah. is all that it's about. Anyway. So the parade happens. <laughs> Mayor whatever the hell is dressed up like Thorsten, whatever the hell. Um, and it looks like a really good, like, 1600s, like, what is what is the, the revolution, Charles II? Anyway, he yeah. looks like one of those guys. He does. Yeah, it's beautiful. I know what you're talking about. So I, don't, I don't have the words for it. Um, it's not the Velvet Revolution, Quiet Revolution, Silent Revolution, Jello Revolution. That's it. Jello Revolution. Yep. Yeah, there you go. He looks like a Jello wrestler. So, so they they're reenacting the siege at the gates of the castle. Um, they wake up the ghost um, off his time, right? No, because the the cans are supposed to go off at noon anyway, uh, okay, which okay. is now his new wake up time is right. is at noon. And so he, I guess, he just woke up. He's groggy. He's confused. Yeah. He looks out the window. He doesn't realize it's a parade. He thinks the Swedes have really have risen again to come and take the castle. And so he proceeds to rout the army. Yeah. He, he attacks them. Well, yeah. He single-handedly disperses the entire parade. Yeah. Well, he's, he's protecting his town. I want to see, we, we, you know, we saw some clips from the local news, but at this point, I want to see the clips from the international news when a honest-to-God legitimate ghost starts flying around in the daytime. Yeah. And completely collapses a large parade. Well, you know what's missing from this? Penises. We already talked about that. Yes, penises are missing from this. But you would call the Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? The Ghostbusters. Well. Ghostbusters. They ain't afraid of no ghost. Exactly. Yeah. Especially this, like, fancy pants, newborn eyes, silly triangle pillow ghost thing that, that would have been a nice twist if there would have been some uh threat post to the ghost by uh like a michael j fox uh, yeah. from the frightener oh. like a character who comes such a in. good movie yeah underrated movie uh, that is a good movie well it's got michael j fox in it it was my first is he only crush. in good movies what about doc hollywood is that a good movie i no. it's not no no it's correct. not correct answer <laughs> ding <laughs> 
Yeah, but you know, you have a but bright lights, big city, soft, squishy place in your movie. heart for yeah. for the ones you love. Sure. So yeah, I the, was twelve. The, the, go, the, go, the, the ghost. Everyone flees. Well, sure. Wouldn't, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah. But but then after everyone flees and the ghost is like. Hey, wait a minute. Where? Let's all celebrate. I just routed the Swedish army. Let's right. let's celebrate. Everyone's terrified. This is part where everyone is just like like they're not scared anymore. They're just disgruntled. Yeah. Like this old man yells out the window, "You fucking ruined our parade!" <laughs> He's like an angry New Yorker. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, ghost! <laughs> you fucking ruined everything, yeah. asshole! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's very German, isn't it? So the ghost is doesn't know what to do with himself. I think he's a little ashamed. He's wearing a little bit of shame face. He is. There's not enough. Um, um, you don't really get any insight into the psychology of the ghost ever. No. He's not. Ad- I think adequately depressed at this point. No. Because in a standard kids movie, this would be the part where the ghost is maybe crying a little bit. Yeah. Maybe he's sulking in a corner. Yep. Maybe he's Head lonely. Yeah. He's he's you know he's alone. He doesn't have any friends. He's sad. Looking for his mom. Yeah, looking for his mom. I mean something. But this ghost is really he's unfazed by anything that ever happens in this movie. Yeah. Completely unfazed, uh, which makes it kind of hard to have a, an emotional investment in it. So, this so, this movie needed some editing, both in the script and in the actual. It's a itself. it's a very um, baggy movie. There, I mean, there's a lot of scenes that add nothing, that go nowhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not a long movie. It's only an hour and a half. It feels like it could have been forty minutes long. I mean, I think you could have, you could have cut this 40. down. Half an at hour. Least, at least you could have slashed half half of this movie out. So the kids um, uh, go are directed to go speak to Tewit Tewoo. The owl, the owl, the, the 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 mystical intelligent owl. Now I forgot that there was an owl in this. I kept thinking, who the hell is to wit to woo? What yeah. the hell is going on here? It's everybody's favorite owl. Yeah, besides but, X or O. So the ghost decides he he is tired. He wants to go back to being a nighttime ghost, but they can't figure out what clock it is they need to mess with. So they go and they speak to wit to woo, who reveals to them that it is not Thorsten Turtlebird's. Um, <laughs> watch but in fact it is the what the town hall the town the like main the square main town square clock, yeah. clock for some reason yeah. no not explain why that is um, so so then did that did did that clock change in the in the first yeah, place yeah it did because um again very briefly they show that the that the town cl- clocksmith is is it's, it's undergoing maintenance uh, so was it like and unintentionally so, fixed? Well, there's changed. the scene where he's like, they they stop the clock, and oh, his, right. his moron son is like, "How are we gonna reset uh. the clock, Dad?" And his dad's like, "Well, we'll just wait twelve hours, right. and then start it back up again." Right. And the kid is like, "But then it'll be twelve hours off," and he's like, "But it doesn't matter because it's an analog. Ah, it's an analog the clock." To the, every '80s person setting up their microwave. Right. Yes. It's like he doesn't. The yes. Clock doesn't okay. Know, the clock doesn't know if well, it's twelve a.m. or twelve p.m. It just says that it's twelve. Well, the, right? ki- the kids reveal to the horologist that it does matter. Apparently, it does. Like the clock does sort of mystically know whether it's a.m. or p.m. Apparently, well, because the- now the ghost is waking up at noon instead of midnight. Right. I guess it's kind of clever. I don't know. It's it's on the it's 
clever adjacent. I was sort of hoping that it was daylight savings time. <laughs> yeah. How does the ghost deal with daylight savings time? Oh. It's like, shit, I'm waking up at 11. Every... Um, God, it's really hot in New York Studios tonight. I'm... No, it's not. <laughs> it's really hot in here. No. Um, I guess it's just me. Yeah. Wow. You're taking off your clothes over there. Yeah. <laughs> there, there may not be any penises in this movie, but there's going to be a penis in Nork Studios. Hey, in a um, let's take that upstairs. So, um, uh, anyway, so the kids, uh, in order to restore the little ghost back to his nocturnal state, yeah. are going to go to the the town square clock and spin the minute hand around 12 times and move the clock forward. Yep. So they go to do this, and then there's the, uh, I guess, a action scene of some kind. Quote, unquote. Where the the clock expert sees them doing this and runs up. Stop and, them? Help them? He runs up there to, to stop ah! them initially, but then it he reveals that he knows that they're, he knows about ghosts, A. Ah. And B, he realizes that ghosts are controlled by clocks. Total dick move. Which, and they like, how did you know that? And he's like, well, I'm a clock expert. <laughs> so Whatever, man. It may be the you're, most, you're making that up. Maybe the most hand-wavy thing I've ever seen in a movie. Anyway, so so he's like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll help. I, we'll, we'll, let's, let's do this thing. So they, they, oh, turn, yeah. they turn the clock forward 12 hours and fix the situation and the ghost falls asleep and there's a little uh emmett brown situation here with a kid on the clock about to fall down rip his pants yeah so so every every movie that aaron watches she is looking for that it, i didn't i'm I don't not think, looking I don't think for you, it I don't it just think, happens i don't think many people realize this that in every movie there is some reference to back to the future hidden in there it's an easter egg that exists in every movie yeah right and so aaron is expert at finding that yeah that easter egg that's in it's in all of them. well to be fair that scene is based on another scene of like buster keaton or something from even earlier oh really yeah so that might or, be oh hey or or was the buster keaton scene based on back to the future if Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis went back on the DeLorean, that is possible. Exactly. Yeah. Think about it. I've thought about it. Aaron, here's the problem. You're just not you're not thinking fourth dimensional. Oh, do not use that line on me. You're the one who can't think fourth dimensionally. Oh my god. Unacceptable. Oh, I'm going I'm I'm taking my toys and going home. This is like calling Marty McFly a chicken. Oh, it <laughs> is. Claiming that Aaron can't think fourth the worst. Um, so whatever the ghost goes back, he becomes a nighttime ghost again. Um, oh, oh, wait, but we, yeah. So we let's let's get to the best scene in the movie. Ugh. So the nighttime ghost flies around outside of the nighttime, as gets one does, bathed in moonlight, and turns white again. Yeah. To which there is, I would say, at least 30, 30 to sixty seconds. Of excited, I'm white again. I'm white. I'm white. I'm beautiful and I'm white. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you? You must be kidding. It was extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I was um, 
this was one of the parts where I was kind of in the threshold of the bathroom gargling salt water when I heard this happening. And do yeah. you remember this? Because I came out. Yeah. <laughs> I came out of the room staring at the TV. Yeah. I stare. I look at Aaron. I look at the TV. I, I, I just could like some double take couldn't action. believe this was going on, on on the television. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I can't imagine that our, our kid is pr- internalizing or processing any of this. I hope not. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think this is too subtle of a of no. A I mean, but, that, but that's the thing is when you're like dealing with this kind of you know poking holes and, and biases and assumptions and stuff, you don't realize, and and that's the problem. Like for example, I was at a uh, workshop recently. And we were talking about an email list, and I said blacklist to a bunch of women of color. Right. It was awful. Yeah. No, I mean, I think there is, uh, and I'm sure you're more familiar with this, but a lot of research of implicit color bias. Right. Throughout every aspect of culture and society where right. white, th- white things are good and black things are bad. Right. Um, and none more overt than what we just saw here in The Little Ghost. Yeah. Where it is spelled. And again, if it, they hadn't had that scene in the middle of the black guy delivery man, I think you could just write this off as being like a weird translation or they didn't, you know, culturally it doesn't make the leap. Yeah. But that's obviously not what's going on because of that very winking scene in the middle um, there. It's incredibly weird. I mean... This movie is weird enough that... um, They didn't even need to add that. I mean, to be fair, I thought maybe this is like like Black Panther Halo effect, but I was like, whoa, a black ghost. I've never seen a black ghost before. That is yeah. cool. Why couldn't the ghost have just been black? Yeah. Be a black why, ghost? why with the changes? It, you're right. It, 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 the fact that ghosts changed color added nothing. nothing nothing to this movie no it it is completely irrelevant he would what he wouldn't have been a spooky scary ghost if he'd been a white ghost flying around causing traffic accidents and and blowing the clothes off of police officers no it would have been exactly the same yeah and so i i don't know it's it's weird and the fact that this is coming from germany also makes me a little (laughs) suspicious about it um little ghost (laughs) I recommend for adults to view. (laughs) Why? But it's so... This would be the kind of movie... It's not quite like the room level of bad because technically it's fairly competent other than the ghost animation. The the cinematography and lighting is actually incredible. It's it's a professionally made movie, but, but here's the thing. The voice acting is so bizarre that that in and of itself... Um, if you are altered, if you're drunk or high, that's going to make this a really fun watch. I think we were completely, I, I'm now these days always sober, so I can't speak to that. But even in a sober state, I found this a little bit mind bending to, to watch. Um, I think in a non-sober state, this would be fast, absolutely fascinating. The, um, the black ghost is cool to watch. It's super cool. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's just it's it's like a you almost can't believe what you're watching. It's fucking weird. It's a weird movie. I don't. It's not. I don't think it's a great kids movie. Apart from the implicit racism <laughs> within it, 
It's just, I, it's not great. I don't think it's it's worth like seeking out to watch with your kids. But if you're um, got a group of uh, a group of adult friends who want to watch something absolutely weird, make fun of it, and um, have some pizza and beer, you could do worse. Welcome. You could do worse than wasting your night watching this. Yeah, I think I would rather watch the Hulu Christmas Puppies special again. <laughs> <laughs> So next week we're going to be talking about the Hulu Christmas puppies. Well, I don't know if it's out yet, but <laughs> last year they had this whole like 40 minute long yeah, dogs playing special of, playing. of puppies destroying a living room. Yeah. That was set up to be a like murder she wrote Christmas special. I think we could talk about that for an hour probably. It's only 40 minutes. I think we could talk about that for an hour. <laughs> um, I, I don't recommend this. Uh, there. I mean, there were a, a few cool elements, um, but overall, like I said, I mean, I felt like when I was twelve and I was at the opera for, you know, one of the first times, and I was watching the Flying Dutchman, and I'm sitting there, and I've been watching it for for three hours. I look at my clock, and only fifteen minutes have gone by. Just like I can't handle it. It uh, it definitely it's, drags. It, it it that's for sure. It drags is drags. an understatement. Here's what I would say. I would say watch it, but fast forward liberally. Well, but but you can't do that unless you've watched it. It doesn't. Once. It doesn't make any sense anyway. It does. It doesn't make okay. sense if you watch every moment of it. Just fast forward. It won't make any sense. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it makes any sense. It, it's it's just it's just right. fucking weird. Drink when you see Torsten Ferguson. When they say Torsten Fogelberg, then then have a drink. If I, the, every time an accent radically changes nature in the middle of a sentence, take a drink. Yeah, yeah. Um, take a drink when they keep when they talk about the standard. Yeah, there's this uh, in the in the class. The part of the thing that they're making for the parade is the standard that the class is going to carry. Yeah, they say the standard probably eighty-seven times over the in, course in like of five this, no the course of this in, movie in like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, so be careful with that one. Maybe that one sips. Um, take a drink every time you think to yourself, "What the fuck is going on?" Um, and and don't don't die of alcohol poisoning because you're going to say that a yeah. lot. Um, maybe not start off with just like the strain of whiskey alright well that's been uh, Nork Podcast for this go around um, you can reach us at norkpodcast at gmail.com or search for us on Facebook um, please give us a review on iTunes or wherever you pick up the podcast and the music was Blind Love Dub by Jerris by a entity Named Jarris. Thank you, Jarris. Thank you, Jarris. We appreciate Whoever it. You are. Uh, I'm Brandon. I'm Aaron. Have a good night. Bye. What's up? We got traffic on the fives. We got weather on the tens. Are you, are you that lizard from the mid-90s? No, we're in morning show.
What's up? On the barnacle, master squid. Barnacle and squid in the morning. Nork FM. You don't. You don't have enough like weird soundboard effects. Ooga! Ooga! <laughs>